Welcome to the Why Not Podcast with me, Chrissy Hawkins. In a world where everybody always asks why, I'm here to ask, why not? I'll be breaking down the mindsets of guests as well as my own in a bit to find out what makes people say, why not? Hello and welcome back to the Why Not Podcast. So today we have a round two interview with Sarah Hawkins or Big Nutrition as you may know her from Instagram. So Sarah is my sister and her previous uh, appearance was on episode 24 of the podcast where we talked about stress and eating coming up to Christmas. But today we're actually going to talk about her experiences coming off the pill. So what people may not know know is when you do come off the contraceptive pill, there are some side effects that can happen. Now, Sarah's haven't been hugely severe, mostly skin related, but we're gonna talk about her actual experience with this and how she's found it and things maybe she's done to help this transition. Now, obviously these are specific to her and if you do need help, do contact someone who is a trained professional. These are all about Sarah's experiences and they are different to everyone. So do not take everything she said as what you should be doing. And yeah, we also talk a little bit about stress and yoga and stress is always gonna come up, I think, especially around now. And we just thought it was a good thing to talk about because we rambled off being sisters, we can go on different tangents. Anyway, as ever, Please sit back and relax or walk and listen, whatever way you want to do, but just enjoy the podcast. Okay, guys, so welcome back to Why Not Podcast. Today, I have our second appearance on the podcast. We have Big Nutrition or Sarah Hawkins. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Good to have you back. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I would introduce you, but we kind of know who you are from the last episode but even if you want to do a brief intro of who you are what do you do yeah so um I'm Sarah I'm Christine's sister um (laughs) I'm a nutritionist and a yoga teacher um I kind of have a special interest in gut health irritable bowel syndrome and improving our relationship with yoga to help people to basically feel better in their body um manage their IBS symptoms better and to just generally improve their digestion and their relationship with food so I do a lot of kind of work with say um helping people overcome binge eating um targeting kind of uh food guilt and things like that and then again the IBS and uh, digestion so so yeah that's me yeah so that's what she does but we're actually going to talk something completely left field and nothing to do with that today (laughs) so as this month I'm trying to do a focus on female health and female hormone health we're just going to talk to you about you recently came off the contraceptive pill didn't you yeah it's funny I say recently but it was a year ago now but like I think um <laughs> I think that the pandemic has just made us all lose all track of time um so yeah I came off it about it was last March I think oh, March yeah. or April so yeah about a year I actually, as I was saying that in the question, I was like, wait a minute, this has been ages. <laughs> yeah. No concept of time either. No idea what's going on. Did you notice any changes when you first came off? Or I which, which like, pill were you on I, actually to start off with? Because I know there can be different effects, can't it? Yeah, so I was on the progestin pill. Um, right. And the reason for that was I was on the combined pill up until 
uh, I think it was 2018 or something and I was getting migraines, um, migraines at Aura where you kind of lose a little bit of vision. Um, there was just this one day where I was studying and it was really bad. So just to point that out, if you ever get migraines or um, have any trouble with your vision or anything like that, double check with your doctor because the combined pill can increase your risk of blood clots. So for that reason, I went to the doctor and I was put on the progestin pill because of that increased risk of blood clots. And um, migraines can also have an increased risk of blood clots, blood clots, and that. Okay. or that can be a sign of an increased um, risk of like blood clots. So, um, so I moved on to that pill, which um, it was actually quite an interesting experience because I wasn't really explained the difference between the two. I just knew that one you got one of them you got your kind of so you in, on the combined pill you get your three weeks and then you have your like break week where you get your breakthrough bleed and then with the progestin pill you either don't get that bleed or it can come really randomly but I was never actually told that um so I just I just kind of assumed that it would be the same as the other one um so anyway I didn't get any bleed for like I don't know was it five months or something um so then I got to a point where I was like hmm am I pregnant <laughs> like <laughs> so it was actually a bit like like stressful then so I'd, I think I'd been to a doctor once or twice over different things I think it was like my IBS or something stupid like that mm. but um yeah anyone who has IBS knows but um <laughs> anyway they again just kind of pawn like brush that one off like they're like oh yeah you mightn't get one or you might get it like that's just how it works but I was like, you're not explaining this to me. I don't get it. But they just didn't really seem interested in telling me this. But anyway, then um, anyway, then I, I was informed by another doctor, I think the third time. And they said, yes, just so you know, you might never get a bleed on this pill. That's just how it works. Or you could get get it one month and then it might never come back. Like that sort of thing. So like you're not. Okay. So I was like, thanks for explaining that. So anyway, so that made a lot of sense. But then anyway, my, my experience was I didn't get the bleed on it. I got it maybe a few times I could probably count my hands and I was on that pill for like a year and a half I think okay. um, so that was great I was like I'm loving life like not even thinking about that and the pill really suited me like I didn't feel like it impacted me as far as I can remember like I don't think it impacted my mood or anything like that yeah um, and I seemed so like I didn't really think twice about it and then last March I came home from the UK and I actually just ran out of my pill packet and um, because it was such a rush about coming back I didn't get a chance to call the doctor to get another prescription so anyway then with everything going on and they're kind of saying don't go to the GP for something that's unnecessary I just decided okay well I've run out I'm off it now as it is I'll just give it a break and see like just see what happens I suppose yeah not really much thought into it didn't really expect if anything would happen like I didn't really know much about the pill or female health so it wasn't like I was going in very blind I suppose just probably yeah it wasn't a big decision it was just a convenience in a sense or lack of convenience to get it to be honest I think with everything else going on it was the last thing on my mind so yeah. like it's fair it didn't bother me either way and um my cycle came back anyway. very quickly like that was really handy like there was no issues with that and mm -hmm. um to be honest I don't think like I think the the PMS was a bit bad the first like few weeks or a few months or whatever and I just knew that that was a thing that happened when you came off a pill yeah. um and that was grand but I think I like I think I actually saw a picture of kind of last March and like I've no makeup on and my skin was like really really clear and I was like oh my god that's mad like everything was fine 
Um, so then I got to, I think, was it around like September or October and my skin just broke out and I was like, what, where does this come from? So that's kind of when I started to read into it a bit more because I was like, hmm, could this be to do with that? And then um, I saw that your your skin, that's quite a normal reaction that as your hormones start to sort of regulate and things like that, um, male androgens can increase and that can cause more kind of spots and that can peak around six to nine months. So oh. that point that was coming up to kind of, I think that was about six months or so. Um, but it was quite interesting because I got into like, um, skincare kind of during lockdown like everybody else did um so I was in with this local girl getting like facials and uh, she's so nice she was like doing like the first one I got she was like oh you've lovely skin like you really don't need a whole lot of products in your routine like just do the bare minimum and sure I'll see you in a few weeks if you want to come back for another facial so that was grand and I went back to her so I think that first one is in like September time I think yeah and I went back to her in November and um my skin had broken out more then and she was like what the hell your skin has changed so much like she was like she pointed out and I was like okay well I'm glad that you said that because like what the hell is going on basically <laughs> it's not just me like yeah so we put it down to like uh the change in the season and we put it down to stress I was a bit more stressed at that point because work had started getting busier mm. um, and then there was just loads of other things going on and then like coming up to Christmas you know getting the shopping done when everything was starting to lock down and all that kind of stuff like um so yeah she was like look here try these products um and it should clear up like in a few weeks kind of and she was like with your cycle and things like that like because of the time of your month at the moment that's probably what's going on but yeah it should should improve yeah. and um, it just didn't <laughs> and it still hasn't and uh so yeah that's I suppose up to this point I, like my experience really <laughs> I think the skin stuff is really frustrating isn't it because like I just in general suffer with my skin and just you just notice it so bad don't you yeah I found it a really interesting experience because I've never had um spots really mm. like I maybe the odd kind of um spot around my chin or whatever very very minimal like all through my teenage years when I was on pill like it's never been a thing um so now to have this experience where like it's just broken broken out and trying to cover it up and not having that ability to just go out to the shop without feeling so like yeah or something if that makes sense it's a really interesting experience I think that now it's like open my eyes to other people who might experience that that I might work with and we can you know have that extra empathy but Jesus it's very annoying <laughs> yeah yeah no I as I know myself um just kind of I've gotten on with a lot for years but sometimes I'm like no I'm just putting on makeup because feck this I don't want to look at myself um huh yeah exactly <laughs> was that just the main like kind of side effect you've had from coming off or I found like and it's it's quite like hard because I suppose we've been in like so many lockdowns the pandemic and everything like that like I also got kind of like around the same time when my skin started to break out I was starting to get like really tired so mm. like just like you know I, I'd have a work day and be exhausted like by the weekend like floored and then um like my mood was a bit like low as well yeah. so I put it down to again it was like we're going into winter we're in lockdown like and I'm very like respond very much to the sun <laughs> so I was like it must be that but um it only kind of came to like I suppose um was it maybe mid to late January 
I started working with another nutritionist who specializes in this area and she mm-hmm. kind of we're working through kind of like improving just like every aspect to kind of improve the skin and different things and we kind of put together like it all sort of happened at the same time so the skin started breaking out the energy levels were dropping drastically my mood was kind of all over the place um and I just felt that I was very susceptible to stress like like yeah. I get stressed really really easily kind of um which can be for some people some side effects of coming off the pill and the kind of change in hormones and your body kind of re relearning I suppose to make its own hormones again I say yeah it's, it's really easy to miss that stuff especially I think like as you said like it was happening around October when we're going into lockdown again and you're probably stressing about a load of other things people mightn't realize or girls mightn't realize if they've come off the pill recently this could be happening to them as well or it could, yeah. be, it could be a post pill side effect or as opposed to not just lockdown yeah because like I suppose there's a few times I was like why am I so like why am I so tired all the time like I'm sleeping as well as I can I'm eating as much as I can do you know like I just couldn't like so it was good to have a reason for that that I was like okay this could be partly to do with coming off the pill and even now I suppose a year later like you'd think it would be improving for some people it can be a little bit longer for some people it can be a bit shorter for some people they'll come off the pill and they'll be absolutely fine you know it's very individual I think like but um but uh yeah it was it was definitely I suppose because it was that around that time when like and with the pandemic as it is everybody's feeling that little bit lower that little bit more stressed or a little bit tired so you wouldn't really pick yourself out of that bunch because everybody's feeling it so it's that I suppose that real Irish way of like oh it's not just me everyone's doing it it's because of what's going on like so I suppose that didn't help like but yeah yeah I said the Irish thing you think you have a bad I have to do this and children (laughs) yeah or even I just find people they're very much like like things could be worse I'm I'm fine I'm working I'm this that and the other but it's like yeah that's that's fine but you've also got your own issues and that's fine too like we're very much like we always like to you know put others in front of us I think and say that they have it worse because they've got a child or they're living with so many people or they're living at home you know there's always somebody else's worse off kind of so I don't know that's what I've noticed a lot of people doing lately (laughs) are you finding um you work with predominantly women don't you yeah so mainly sort of um older women who would have children in that um, and yeah. more so the last few months than getting more younger girls and things like that but uh it's just really interesting when you're having the conversations I find generally women always put everyone else first mm. I think it's just a real sort of like it's in our nature to care for others and to care for children and family and that um but obviously it's not working because they're working with me <laughs> to improve that <laughs> stuff like that you know um so it's um it's amazing to work with these women especially the older kind of age group because they they've so much knowledge and so much experience and life experience and things like that that I can learn from too but it's very you know trying to help them realize that if they don't look after themselves they can't help anybody you know you can't pour from an empty cup so um I think everybody's cups are completely empty at the moment too so it's really yeah. really like um hard for women to kind of do that too but like not to say that the men don't do anything they do plenty but I think the mom is always kind of there looking after everyone yeah I get you um are you finding a lot of the similar issues with clients at the moment or I would say the biggest thing is at the moment like a lot to do with like stress I think because mm. I think we're all just worn out basically with everything and 
the pressures of like breaking rules and then also seeing others breaking rules and different things like that but I think the biggest thing is like work boundaries um, yeah. and taking breaks that seems to be the hugest thing more so since like January Um, I think this lockdown has been the worst for most people just with the darkness and the no end in sight basically so the easiest thing to keep busy is to work because you're constantly have something to do and yeah. if that means that you can fill the time that you're waiting um, great but most people are stressed while they're working because there's a lot to do and there's another email and there's another email oh I'll just do that then before they know it's 10 or 11 o'clock at night and they're exhausted um, yeah. and that lack of breaks I suppose where you're moving away from the laptop like if you're in a work environment where you're in an office you'll be distracted by friends coming up for a chat or you might go out for um for some people who smoke they might go for a smoke some might go for a walk or you know you're you're constantly mm. being taken away if you need if you need to whereas when you're at home so easy to just get glued to that seat for the full day then yeah. before you know it your stress is just being held somewhere so for some people it's mentally for some people it's their tummy for some people it's in their physical body shoulders hips things like that so yeah, so, yeah that's a big one people need to work on <laughs> just thinking there with the the yoga because you're a yoga teacher as well do you find that helps dealing with stuff for yourself personally or and other like clients or people who come to classes and stuff with you how do you find yeah I think um for some people who come again they're that little bit older so for some people it's um their moms and it could be their only hour in the week that they have um and the it's just amazing to hear how much they benefit from it and um, yeah. for other people they're living by themselves so it could be um one of the few times they get to connect with people um then for others it's you know it's just getting some movement they're not used to sitting all day and everything's tightening up um or they're really struggling with say like a routine so that might get them up in the morning to get something done you know and I think we we're we're very for a lot of people like some people are really thriving in this because they like their own company for other people particularly those who are quite social and they're going they're really struggling to sit still mm. so it's like um, a good way to like the hour kind of make some focus on themselves and to kind of connect back to the breath to bring that kind of stress release and then to kind of get that little bit of movement to move everything on but, but yeah I find that um for some people the zoom yoga really really helps some people hate it um but yeah for most part there's a good mix it's sort of like it could be for just to take that air for themselves it could be to get that little bit of release of tension in the more physical body and then also for some people it's the stress release yeah I get you coming back around to um say if you are coming off the pill so obviously you didn't you said you, got, you came in you went down the blind you just like stopped taking the pill and you didn't know there could be any potential side effects from the hormones regulating is there anything you've done since then to kind of help your body like any like remedies or things you've had not remedies but like there's some I think natural options you can take to help your body regulate am I wording this right is there anything you've done that yeah so I suppose like like I'm no expert in this this is just to put out there this is my experience so if it yeah is, yeah just this, this no I'm literally going for personal experience yeah. that's all if anybody is struggling with this like and they need help don't take my advice for face value because everybody's individual so definitely reach out for somebody to get like that support mm. um but at the moment I didn't really realize how much um 
the pill can affect absorption of various nutrients mm. so um I had no idea about that it just wasn't something that like women's health is still very new I think the research it in all aspects so it's I think it's a lot of it's kind of coming to light now but um so I suppose first you start with like lifestyle would be mm. to ensure that you are keeping on top of your stress and I think like if anybody has listened to any podcasts or follows me or anything like that they'll be bloody sick of hearing stress from me but I honestly it's one of the biggest things that affects all aspects of your health it's like stress is kind of it base it's basically cortisol is our main like stress hormone mm. that hormone is going to be favored to be produced over your sex hormones because if you're in a stressful situation you need that cortisol to get things going to get you out of it and you're you know there's no need for your sex hormones to be produced because you're not going to be conceiving in that moment so no. basically if you're constantly stressed that is going to be favored to be produced rather than anything else so that's going to have a real impact on your female cycle as it is so keeping on top of stress is huge and I just think at the moment a lot of people are now realizing how stressed they were or how stressed they are which is good and yeah. they can identify how they know when they're stressed and things like that and this will definitely go in waves I think at the moment but just again with the stress it's so individual I think at the moment for me I would definitely say the work boundaries and taking your breaks during the day is a good place to start and then whatever else you enjoy doing just making sure to do that um the other thing would be like sleep as well as a big one so you know you need sleep to recover you need sleep for basically everything and again if your sleep is poor those kind of stress hormones are higher because um your body's kind of like whoa I'm tired I need, need to be alert so mm -hmm. that's going to be a big one to kind of get things keeping that stress level as low again diet is a big one so kind of making sure that you are eating enough and that you're eating a good variety of nutrients so I think there's a huge focus on like calories and protein for various body composition reasons and things like that which is great but we also can't forget our carbohydrates and our fats particularly as females it's really important to get enough fats yeah um, so our fats are what make our hormones so if we don't have enough fat in the diet then you can't really make the hormones and um, then our carbohydrates are going to be really important as well as females we need extra carbohydrates um, and it can have that extra calming effect on the nervous system too so if you're not getting enough carbohydrates or indeed if you're not getting enough food like if you're under eating chronically mm. that's another stressor to the body so the body's going to be kind of favoring that energy that it is getting for keeping you alive rather than allowing you to produce hormones to reproduce so diet would be like eating enough would be a huge one yeah um getting enough fiber is quite helpful too and um, because if you're after coming off the pill depending again I'm no expert but sometimes your estrogen levels can be that little bit higher and um, estrogen is great but we need it to drop just before we just after we ovulate if we're ovulating again you need to kind of figure out if you are ovulating because if you're not <laughs> ovulating then lots of things are going wrong basically that needs to kind of dip after you ovulate to ensure that you have your period and then that you are starting your cycle again basically for the next yeah. month so if estrogen is staying up high, you might ovulate, but then if your progesterone isn't coming in then to increase and calm you down basically and allow that drop of estrogen, um, then you're going to have a really long cycle and it's going to affect loads of things. I'm not going to get into that because again, I'm no expert. But... No, I think I've spoken to this with Ashton O'Kelly and um, MJ Nutrition as well. I think yeah, so go and listen to that because that's not yeah. but, um, <laughs> basically you're too much estrogen you need to poop it out <laughs> yeah the fiber will help to to metabolize that estrogen and get rid yeah. of it 
So having enough fiber in the diet, so you're going to get that from your starchy carbohydrates, your fruit and veg and um, nuts and seeds and things like that. Getting enough fiber again will be really helpful for that. Um, so that's kind of, I suppose, the lifestyle sort of things in the diet would be kind of where you'd start because if you don't have those basics, then taking a supplement is going to be absolutely useless. Yeah. And then I suppose in terms of supplements, um, like first you need to get that basis of getting on top of the lifestyle because mm. you can take all the supplements in the world but if you're not really sleeping well or managing your stress or eating well like it's completely useless really so just to kind of point that out and also the supplements I'm taking are individualized to me so um any of this information is my experience and if you're looking into this yourself definitely get support from some somebody who's qualified in this area um so Basically, I'm working with a nutritionist myself as well, who is qualified in this area and based on her information um, to kind of target the spots on my skin and the inflammation kind of in redness in my skin. I'm taking um, Starflower GLA, which is an omega-3 yeah. fatty acid. I'm taking omega-3, oh, sorry, it's an omega-6 fatty acid. That's my mistake. And I'm taking an omega-3 supplement. Um, so that's kind of to target the like inflammation of my skin zinc magnesium and b vitamins all of which can sort of um be depleted or their absorption isn't as good when we're on the pill and um, so that would kind of tend to be a good one to uh, to supplement maybe if you're on the pill again with the advice of um a nutritionist or your doctor um because all of these do play a strong role kind of in your your female cycle and the production of your kind of healthy hormones and things like that so those are the ones that I'm taking at the moment which have been so far so good um I've not seen a huge improvement in my skin just yet but my cycle generally is improved like my PMS um is much better um and I don't have those huge kind of variabilities in my mood anymore which is really good because I felt really felt it kind of I'd be flying the first half of my cycle and then the second half I'd be like exhausted and also just really crabby in that so that's yeah. really leveled out which has been brilliant um so yeah that's I suppose that's um what I'm going for at the moment what's been recommended towards me and my lifestyle so um so yeah that's me yeah I find magnesium is a great one actually because it is like you know the system regulator so it chills you out and stuff and then it's like having a chill out without any of the side effects <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, I suppose like magnesium is like a muscle relaxant and you'll often see um, people taking it after the gym if they've got sore muscles or if you, you even might put magnesium salts in your bath like to kind of relax your muscles and that. So the supplement can be quite helpful too. Um, it can be really helpful for like the nervous system. If you're quite like a stressy kind of anxious person, it can be quite helpful because it just kind of calms everything down because when we're stressed due to that stress response, our muscles t tense up because they're mm -hmm. kind of getting ready to either leg it or to fight something. Um, so that can help to relax the muscles and then relaxing that nervous system. So I felt that to be really helpful even for my stress levels to last a little while too. So, but again, um, it really depends on the person because magnesium because it is a muscle relaxant if you're somebody who's more inclined to kind of have looser stools then it wouldn't be the best idea because it's only going to exacerbate that issue and um, mm -hmm. so there are a few different types as well that might suit the person so again it's very important to get the support and not just kind of be taking things willy-nilly willy-nilly without kind of really knowing what you're taking you know yeah and uh, has this kind of prompted you to learn a bit more about how different like cycles and stuff work or 
So then for sort of my, um, to support my kind of hormone production and my cycle, I'm taking zinc. Yeah. Contraceptives and all. Um, I suppose it's kind of prompted me to be more aware of different, like most of the people I work with are female. So mm. I think it's been really important for me to to go through this process as well, I suppose, if if in the case I start working with someone in the, in the future and they've just come off the pill and I kind of know what's going on. Um, and also just to be aware of, like I kind of knew about the female cycle and it's different kind of stages and things like that, but it wasn't anything that I was too focused on. Yeah. But um, it's something that can definitely cross over quite a lot with IBS. Um, and then there's different conditions that can cross over like endometriosis and um, PCOS, uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome can often cross over with IBS symptoms. So it's good to be able to, to know, to pick out the symptoms and what co- else could be at play if it's, not only IBS and it's because I think a lot of the time um these kind of female cycle kind of uh, conditions are misdiagnosed and sometimes they can be misdiagnosed as IBS so it's good to be able to understand how to pick that out what symptoms are involved what kind of things to look for on a blood test um kind of result in different things like that so yeah it's been really 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 eye-opening I always find like anything that comes up for me I think like I had the experience with IBS maybe six or seven years ago and that's like everything that happens to me I suppose as much as it sounds ridiculous like I learn from it that I can yeah work for like it it helps me to understand better what's going on that can sometimes help people in the future so so yeah because based on the fact that I work with so many women it's good to be more aware of this and be able to help them to improve things because I get a lot who might have issues with like PMS and um, really bad periods and that so it's even good to know that well we can actually help you to overcome that a little yeah and then they're kind of like whoa I didn't know that was a thing so it's it's you know it's such a I think it's still quite like new for people too and they don't realize that it's possible that it's just nice to be able to give that extra little bit too yeah the thing you said about the PMS as well that's something that I only really like recently learned from talking to the likes of like you know Ashing and MJ about it and I was like oh so people aren't like mental PMS isn't normal and people like you're kind of just assumed as a girl that like oh yeah I have bad PMS that's it but it's you're not supposed to like mm-hmm. yeah you'll get the hormone drop but it's not actually yeah supposed to be that bad it shouldn't be that bad and it's it's interesting because it can be an indicator then of something else might be going on um or you might just need to kind of into kind of lifestyle factors and different things like that so yeah it's good to know that like I it's just a shame that this sort of thing isn't really taught to us properly that you know it's just kind of yeah you get your period every month it's it's shit basically and deal with it and then you move on that it's like well actually if we knew a little bit more about the different stages of the cycle why that's happening you know it's very minimal I think in school and then but then sure they probably don't know much themselves it's just a group of teachers putting on a video isn't it so kind of like that two side of the coin where it's like why are we not taught this but also the person teaching us doesn't know anything either so um it's kind of hard like that but um but yeah it's yeah it's just it's quite like interesting to just know what's going on and know your own body as well I think because then when you know what's going on you can work with it rather than getting frustrated with it because there's nothing worse than having awful PMS and then you're just you feel crap and then the symptoms only worsen then because you're kind of like oh why do I feel like this and you know that sort of psychological aspect of things can worsen the symptoms too so it's sort of okay the reason that it's bad maybe this month was a little bit more stressful or my sleep wasn't great or 
you know you can use it as an indicator of what's going mm. on like isn't it they describe it as like your fifth vital sign different things like that so if that's yeah. not really working very well then it's a good indicator that something needs to kind of change or you need to look at something and it's in ways I kind of see sometimes with like IBS it's another thing it can be quite helpful that if you're constantly bloated or you're constantly having new steals or you're really suffering with cramps in your tummy and stuff like that I always say from that side of things like okay cool how can we use this to our advantage what's going on like how's things personally how's things in your relationship your life so it's the same thing really it's just kind of using these these like annoying things or like annoying symptoms as indicators of what you need to look at like it's just your body screaming at you to to help it you know your body telling you you need to do something like it does does so much for you every day like basically keeping you alive and you know making sure that you're safe so the least we can do is sort of do the same back and say thank you basically yeah you're right um so I think that covers pretty much everything thanks again for coming on and talking about your experiences uh coming like you know coming off the pill because I think it is as you said there it's stuff we need to learn about because you said yourself like you were coming off and you just thought you had no idea mm-hmm. and personally I would have known nothing until the last year as well and I'm nearly 30 so <laughs> it's 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 kind of not in a sense worrying but it's kind of like okay this definitely needs to be highlighted now because it's like how have I gotten this far in life without knowing this like only learning in the last few months that PMS shouldn't be bad you know <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> but where can everybody find you Sarah? find me on instagram that's probably going to be the best place to get me so um i have a facebook too which is the same handle if people aren't on instagram so the handle is at f.i.g underscore nutrition underscore uh, so there's a good bit of information on kind of digestion improving relationship with food um emotional eating and different things like that there um i haven't been like documenting my experience because um i didn't really realize it was a thing until maybe a month or so ago but um i'll update everybody how, <laughs> how i get on with the skin once things start to settle down if um if that's helpful to anyone but but yeah again if there's any other way that i can help if somebody's thinking of coming off the pill or they're struggling themselves with it like i'd be happy to help if they want to come and have a little chat as well yeah perfect so thanks for that and as ever everyone you can still find me on instagram at chrissy h fitness and also on tiktok for chrissy h fitness and yeah thanks again for joining us there thank you again for listening to the why not podcast it really means a lot that you are listening in and i would love if you could please leave a review on apple Podcasts or subscribe on spotify and always i love to hear feedback personally so if you do want to leave me a message and let me know how you found the podcast please do